0: was up, was a colleagues What's up welcome back to another episode of the freedom board with me yeah, miami it's good to be back um and before we get into today's little bit of an intense episode i wanted to say thank you for for the conversation that we had from the last episode shame i i really appreciate the engagement um <laughs> some of you guys had notes for us to discuss which is so cute but like i i was so encouraged um just seeing the kind of like effort people put into listening into the stuff so i was like oh i actually didn't i thought you know maybe you listen to it when you're bored and just like passing time but um really really appreciate it um today's episode is about therapy and I decided to do this episode to kind of just, uh, I don't know, speak about my experience with it because every time I say that I'm seeing a therapist or I used to, to see one, um, it's always met with, uh, there's some comments where I understand it's just people are just inquisitive and they just want to know, people just genuinely want to know what's happening. And then there's just some that are like, oh, what problems you have? Um. Like, are uh, you you just can't be like you're so deep. Why do you even need therapy? Um, and yeah, so I just I just thought let me try, maybe paint a picture of what it is that I do or what it is therapy looks like. I I think I first went to therapy in twenty twenty, should be end of twenty twenty or beginning of twenty twenty one. And it's a funny story, I promise you. It actually is a funny story. But when that lady asked me why I'm there, I said, listen, I don't celebrate birthdays, right? Over the years, I've never celebrated birthdays. One birthday that was like a big deal where I actually got real amazing gifts was a horrible day. I will not get into it even. Um, but um, from then on, it's just either been a normal day It was just a day that goes by. And this year was the first year. That I actually wanted to do something for about there. I had planned to do something for about there. um, and you know those memes that say like you save, save, and then someone just swallows one of your family members just swallows a, a a blade, and now you come have to pay for their surgery. Yeah, that's what happened. Someone had a I don't know what it was, but I remember I had to pay for something, and so I could no longer afford to um to host or do what I wanted to do for my birthday then so I just I I just let it go but I was disappointed because I was like I wanted to change the narrative of birthdays in my life anyways um and then two of my friends my sister and and one of my friends didn't say anything that birthday and my other close friend we just I don't know what the disagreement was about but we just I don't know something happened and we were something something we were, I don't know someone did something that I couldn't communicate what it was I didn't like about them because that's just who I am, don't like vibes. and so I was like, oh, I'm hurt, but I can't tell them, so I just carried that. But I remember just being hurt, especially at the two that didn't say anything I was i was I was hurt, but I didn't understand because I was like i I didn't know like I loved them this much. you know when it surprises you, you're like, oh my gosh, I actually. Like, I actually love my sister. She's not my biological sister. So, yeah, just as a disclaimer, she's not my biological sister. So, it's like, I I actually love, like, and I wasn't asking for a gift. I actually wasn't asking for, like, chapters on the status. I just wanted the acknowledgement that, you know, that November 8th um, is my birthday. And I think in my mind, I'm I'm like, when their birthday months start, I'm excited because I'm like, Oh, it's this month. Their birthday is on this day, and I'm like, can't wait. More probably, more excited than them. But it wasn't. I do this, so you should. It was just like, why didn't you just say anything at all? And it's not like you didn't see that there were so many things that I would have told you, even the next day. Even then, you could have said belated nothing. Hi, so I was mad, but I didn't understand why I was mad. And now, here's the catch me i just i just cut off people as it's just hey you do me wrong i evaluate i decide either to let it go or cut you off and if you've hurt hurt me i don't have time to evaluate i'm just going to be like oh oh okay i've actually overestimated my value in your life and you're probably going to be doing this for the rest of your life so bye But I couldn't. I couldn't do it with these three people because it, it, like they were so close to me. I don't like. I just felt like I. Not that I wouldn't have anyone, but I'm letting go of actual three important people in my life, and I, I wasn't ready to. No, (laughs) no. And so I was in this hurt thing, and I was carrying so much unforgiveness, and I was carrying so much. Um, I don't know, anger that I couldn't say to anyone because I also can't tell my other friends about what's happening because I always feel like it's weird when you when you when you not gossip but you know when you discuss the bad things about your friendships with your closest friends to other people it's just why are you gossiping your bestie you know what I mean I don't know and it wasn't and and, and I think it wasn't gonna be gossip it was just cancel like you know like help me what do I do with this? But I just I didn't know how to even take take it to anybody else. Um and I think for me, I knew that if i if I was taking it to someone else, it would be less of me getting counsel and more of me. I want you to agree with me that this person is a bad person, and that's why I didn't want to take it to anyone else because why do you want me to agree with you that your bestie is is a terrible person? The, the bestie. I don't know. So I was like, mm. turn to a the therapist. I called. Let's call, the, uh, let's call them, I don't know, let's just, yeah, I called the therapist, um, signed up, went to them, I just thought they would help me navigate this part of my life, where I was just like, I need to learn how to communicate when I'm hurt, um, and I also need people to not be as disposable as they are to me right now, which is just what I do, it's just if you hurt me, I let you go, sharp, we go, or I don't let you go, but just know the friendship is not the same, and I'm okay with it that was the first time I went to that therapist. (laughs) And then when I moved to the UK, um, I got another one. Um, but that's, that was a different kind of circumstance. I, I was struggling with work. I, I, I I had just relocated. I missed my family. I was, I was, I was not doing well emotionally. Um, and I just felt like my friends were not here, you know, like, there are people here and their friends here, but then I I really really struggle to open up and the the people that I would want to just call and ask them to just come give me a very long hug and I can just cry we're not here and I was I I'm I'm like I, I just don't know what to do with myself and I remember the day that I actually signed up for that therapy thing was a good day. It, it was really, really a good day. I went to this lavender fields. We we had beautiful, the, you know, those pictures that give Europe, you know, like, hey, like you look at the picture and you're like, ah, this one is, ah, this one is outside, man. This one, ah, yeah. It was, it was nice. It was, it was a beautiful day. And then I get home and I'm just overwhelmed with the idea that tomorrow's Monday and I have to start working again. And then suddenly it was like a passing thought, you know, because I've been suicidal before. Um, and like my younger days, I've spoken about this on the podcast. And then I think one time in 2018 where I was like, ah, I don't know, man. Can I just, you know. But this time it was just like a passing thought. It was just a it was just a thought that said, I can't imagine another tomorrow that feels the way I feel. I w- I was literally just overwhelmed with the heaviness that I was carrying and I just couldn't imagine another day of feeling the same kind of heaviness and carrying the same kind of weight. I didn't want to die. I didn't want to kill myself in that sense but I also didn't want to be feeling what I was feeling every day and I didn't know how to not feel that way because it was the reality of my life. I was going to work every day and feeling like I was incompetent I was going to work every day and just being made to feel like I wasn't pulling up my socks. And I didn't know how to make it better because I've been trying. Like, I stayed up ridiculous hours just trying to finish work. But then it, it was never enough for anyone. But also, like, even if it was enough, it's almost like you have to work twice as hard because... If it's good, no one says anything, and I think I was struggling with my self esteem because I needed these people to actually acknowledge that they see me, and no one gives in in that uh, about anybody here. It was just like, do you do what you do? We go home, um, and it's a new. I it was just a lot, and so I was like, I need. When the thought came in, when I thought I can't imagine another day like this, I said, I don't remember the last time I felt like this, um. And that's, uh, for me, that was a sign that I needed to like speak to someone as soon as possible. Um, and because I already struggle with opening up to my friends, I just went online and searched for... I specifically wanted to try a Christian therapist this time around. Um, and so I specifically searched online for Christian therapy therapists and then you 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 enter your details and and then they set up a date with you and, and then um yeah you have your first session so that was the reason I signed up for my second one so it's kind of two different reasons but um both of them were valid because the first time the lady walked me through just trying to not be a pleaser all the time and being okay with communicating your feelings even if that means a friendship break up at least the other person would have known what they've done wrong um I think people ask this question what is what is it like to have, to have a therapist I think for me if I can describe it, it's like having a paid best friend um I I I I it, it's it's literally having a paid best friend who doesn't have any other commitments so they like the hour or the two hours that they have with you are yours to just speak, and there is no fear that you're overwhelming them. There is no fear that they need to be running somewhere. They they are there for you. That's what they're doing. That that is what they they have nowhere else to go. That's what they're doing. That's 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 what they're there for. Like they are paid to to be your best friend. Um. So it was like having a very safe place, but also a very honest place but a tough place as well because you had to uncover a lot of things there was like a lot of deep things that you would have buried that you need to bring out um but then this person kind of like pushes you when they when when you need to be pushed they push you but when you when you need to be in easier on yourself they kind of are like ah, it's not that deep just come down um and so yeah it's like having a paid best friend who detangles what's happening in your head I think that we don't realize how the things around us affect us. Um, and so sometimes we are trying to treat the 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 symptoms because I was just anxious, but I didn't understand what was feeling the the anxiety. and so talking through what I was felt, I realized then that it was like more it was less what the people were doing. Um, and more me wanting them to affirm me, wanting them to to help me with my imposter sim- syndrome because I was saying I'm not competent, I'm not good enough, and I wanted them to be like, no, you are. That's not what they come to work for. And so when she kind of explained that to me, it has then helped me react differently whenever I feel, you know, a certain kind of way. I'm like, oh, that's a lie. You know what I mean? Um, so that's what they that's what I feel like therapy is for me. It's a lot of detangling. It's a lot of, oh, you're acting this way because of this. Or you're doing this because of this. And this is how we can maybe um, work around this, that you don't feel this way anymore, so that you don't react this way when this thing happens. Um, yeah. Um. I don't think anything has been off the table with what I... I speak to my therapist about everything. Family dynamics, my friendships, work, which was the starting point, really. My crush, my therapist knows my crush. She actually told me to tell the guy that I liked him. But I was like... I explained to her. So I didn't tell him, but I explained to her why I wouldn't tell him. My crush is... He's, he's beautiful. I don't even know why I'm talking about him. He's beautiful. And he's so smart. But then he's not you know when you know like someone at a, when you can't really imagine a future with someone but you can imagine this is gonna sound so bad a good time with the person so i think if if i were in a different world in a different space i would say i'm 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 gonna tell him that i like him but like i'm not trying to have a relationship with him i'm just trying to yeah you know you know um but i don't i don't want to do that so now i'm I'm not telling him because like what am i telling him for like i'm telling you i like you but then we're not going to be in a relationship so why am i telling you i don't know if she understood but i'm not going to tell him anyways one of the questions that i get a lot is how does christianity fit in with having a therapist because people just think that you can speak to god and god can help you with how you're feeling and God, god can redefine um, how you feel about yourself and I, I don't disagree but I, I think that God has created the various communities that we have around us for a reason and I think being in community can include therapists just like it includes friends just like it includes an actual like doctor just like it includes um, going to a physician or uh, I don't want to say physician. I wanted to say something else. Ah, I used to go to this thing. What is it called? Hi, man. The people that like, if you break your leg, they 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 kind of help you. Um, you you know those people. Yeah, those people. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, like if okay, let's say physiotherapist or biokinetic, You know those those kind of. You still go to those things even though the Lord is ultimately your healer and so that's how i took therapy it is not something that's exclusive um from christianity i don't understand maybe i just don't understand the reasoning behind it i've i know there was one time i listened to a pastor um that said that you get coping mechanisms from from therapy and i i listened to it and i said it's either you didn't you've never been to therapy or you you've just had a bad one because that has not been my experience with uh, therapy i think more than anything else it really helps you understand the the way you feel and it, it has helped me pray better because i used to just be praying about the anxiety i'm so anxious i'm so i don't know what to do and now it's like oh lord help me remember tomorrow when someone says leaves a review note for instance, that it's not it's nothing about me. It's not that I'm incompetent. it's just I missed something in documenting my work, but it doesn't mean I'm less of a person. you know what I mean And so and then in that also say, but help me know who I am in you, who you say I am, that I don't have to rely on these people to define who I am. But before I wasn't praying about that because I didn't actually know that that's what was happening, and so like therapist kinda unveiled that for me. And then when I go back to the Lord, I'm like, "Oh, this is actually what's happening. Can you please help me?" Um, yeah, I I don't I don't understand because even when we're studying the Bible, we like go to commentaries to understand what it is like the 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 text that we're reading. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think it gives coping mechanisms as well because I think it just makes you aware of what's happening in your head. So if you thought you were dumb and then now you're told you're actually not dumb, it's like um, when you feel like you're dumb, you remind yourself that that's a lie. But now you're aware that it's a lie and so you you can actually silence it whenever it happens, if that makes sense. So even with anger, it's like if you're angry, um, but it's just like, if someone says something, let's say it's a guy, and someone says, "Oh, um, I don't, I don't like," or someone, someone fixes a bulb, for instance, and didn't let you know, um, you could be disappointed and say, "Oh, do you think I'm not man enough?" But sometimes that's not what they're communicating, and if you have a lot of those triggers, maybe. If you see a therapist, they'll be able to identify where it comes from. And then whenever it happens, you remind yourself that no, but that's not what they, are I mean, they're not saying I'm not mad enough. It's just like they could see I was occupied with something else. And so they just decided to fix the bulb themselves because you know, while I fixed the other thing that was being fixed, it's, it's not intense. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Um, another thing that I've, I've, I've heard people say is that therapy is so deep. I must say it's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy because you you have to face a lot of things that you have to dig up a lot of things you have to come to terms with your 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 issues literally. Um and so I've heard a lot of people say it complicates life, but I think we Must understand that everything that happens to us shapes us in w- some way, in one way or the other. Um, and so uh, it's up to us to understand how the things that have happened to Iskander shape the way we think, the way we love. Um, yeah, so I give an example of someone who hasn't had a, their dead present in their life, whether the guy or girl, and it's I've, I've heard of. Few people say it hasn't. It hasn't affected me in any way, um, and it it could be true if you possibly had a father figure in your life. But if you completely never had one, I can almost guarantee you that it has, in some way, shaped shaped the way you love, your view on men, your view on women, um, just how you handle circumstances. Um, I know like for a lot of people who've had absent parents um, or you haven't had your parents around, you, you live on survival. There's no time to be dealing with small stuff, like small feelings because you need to fix stuff. You need to, you got to get it together. You There's no, because there's no one else to like call and be like, eh, this is happening. You you got to get stuff done. So it's survival, survival every day. And that informs the way you respond to people as well. When people come to you with what is a seemingly small issue It's easy for you to minimize it and be like, ah, get out of your head, you know. Uh, But the other person is not living on survival. They, they've called the, and they're not spoiled, but they just—they're not even calling you for a solution. But they need to be heard. And unless you actually recognize that you are living on survival, you wouldn't be able to love that person the way they want to be loved when they are having this small silly stuff. So it's sort of like understanding how that actually affects the way you love your girlfriend who's always not frustrated because you're never listening or you just don't think anything is deep um, and so whenever someone calls you and you're aware that that's how you respond to situations or circumstances because you're aware of it, you can now be like nah, just I know you think it's silly but it's not silly to the other person so calm down and just listen um, and yeah and I think also people think that therapy makes you dwell like it make the the I think the, the view is that you you realize oh um the absence of my father has has shaped me in this way and then you just sit there um in that knowledge it, I, I mean there are some people who use therapy as an excuse to not do anything it's like oh I bit my girlfriend because. I used to see my dad, uh, and my therapist told me that you know blah blah blah, and so that's why I kinda dealing with my anger issues. Um, there are some people who use therapy as an excuse. There are also people who uh, just don't want to take accountability for their for their actions. Um, but it's it's I don't think it's something that makes you dwell in your problems. I think for me the I have had more, more, less homeworks in therapy, and more discussions. And then after I've had the discussion with something, I go home and be like, "Oh, okay. What do I then do?" I then start listening to like maybe affirmations or, um. Let me give you guys an example. That's of something that I discussed in therapy one time. When I came to the UK, my mom doesn't have a smartphone. Yeah. So, and I don't know how many times I've told this story to my therapist. Um, my mom doesn't have a smartphone, so I bought her a smartphone so that she could easily communicate to me or with me. Um, and it made sense to me because I was like, You don't have a phone that I can easily reach, and it's expensive for me to be calling you, um, using you know my money, you know, pounds, these pounds. Um, so I'm going to buy you a phone. I got someone to buy a phone, send it. Um, I think we installed all the apps. The guy installed all the apps. The only I don't think we had bought a SIM card. Um, so all that needed to happen was her buying a SIM card. And I bought that phone in July. And we still don't have she still has the phone she just hasn't used it and i was mad i was telling my therapist i'm mad because i don't understand how you wouldn't want to talk to your daughter um like i like this is the only way of like communicating with me i don't understand why you actually don't have the like i don't know why why you're not like there should be like you should be excited to put it to, to put in a sim card in the phone and like do something but she didn't do it and i was just like oh i'm going to punish my mom now and not talk to her for like um punish her and not talk to her for um um, I'm going to punish her for two weeks and not call her for two weeks just so that she knows because I've been telling her it's expensive and she she hasn't called me back, blah, blah, blah. And um, my therapist was like, okay, let's talk. How does your mom usually love? And I was like, she's not, she not the huggy, kissy type of person. Um. So then she said, oh, so then you understand that her way of loving is kind of different, but it doesn't it's not the way maybe your grandmother loves you or your friends love you in that for them there is love but it's just expressed differently because she asked if you were sick how would your mom react and I'm like she freaks she freaks out like she freaks out when I have a headache and I'm just like it's just a headache so then she's like oh but then that shows you that she loves you it's just for her Maybe she doesn't just like the technology. She doesn't want the stress of learning how to use a new phone. You know what I mean? And so, I don't know. It was just, just understand that your mom doesn't feel the agency of the phone, using the phone, and she doesn't want the stress of learning the phone, but it doesn't mean she doesn't love you and she doesn't want to talk to you. So, if you are able to call a woman, call the woman with the phone. Oh, however way you can and let it go and that's what i've been doing because i was i was about to be like yeah i've, I've you know how oh, this woman has never loved me and then i was about to put a b c and d and, and what what together and she was like yeah but then but now i realize like when i call my mom she's excited and when i don't call her in a while she's like oh i've missed you Um, And so it's just like understanding the dynamics of different people. And so sometimes people think therapy complicates life. And for me, I don't know how many times my therapist has actually been like, get out of your head, girl. Like, it's not that deep. Um, And the greatest thing for me in therapy, which I think everyone who wants to start therapy should do, is having goals as deciding what what, what you want to get out of the therapy. And checking your progress every now and then. Being like this is what we wanted to achieve. This is how we are, we are doing. Um, and those progress checks are so heavenly guys. At my age. When my therapist says I'm proud of you. It's like yay. It is the most. I, don't, I look forward to it. And I don't work hard for her. But I put in a lot of effort. Because I'm like I'm, like, I'm looking forward to this person. Who's cheering me on in every step of my way. Um, and she gave me less homework, but then I was like, I was motivated to work on stuff on my own just because I felt heard and I felt understood. And I knew there was this one person who was cheering me on and my friends were, my friends always cheered me on, but it was like, they are not, maybe it's because they are not trained psychologists. So they did not really know how to handle certain things. Um, And it's just different. I don't know if this episode makes sense, but it's just different to have someone listen, have an online bestie who you've never met um, and just do life with someone who sort of like understands you in that way and feels your pain and it can 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 make your life make sense. Like, you know, when they break down something and you are like, Oh my gosh, you just explained how I feel. How did you know? Yeah, basically, basically, that's that's therapy. So I guess so I guess in closing, I just want to say. um, It's not it's not for broken people because you don't have friends because you're broken, but it is good for you when you have things to work through. It's good for everyone. I feel like, in my opinion, everyone should be in therapy. Maybe it doesn't have to be daily. I mean, weekly. It can be checking once a month. But it's different. It's different because even with your friends, and I I don't recommend the once-off counseling because there's going to be triggers along the way that you need to go back and be like, hey, you know the thing that we discussed last week? ah this person pissed me off again and and and, or did this and that pissed me off why did i get pissed off you know i thought we worked through it and then you because because life is going to continue and people are going to continue being in your life and you have to kind of learn how to handle them at every stage (laughs) um and so i don't kind of recommend once of counseling because i think healing is a journey um and we always have things to work through at every if you're not growing i don't know what's happening so we are always going to need someone to talk to um for the guys that are in namibia there is a page um by ndapeo shali ashipara that I think she and mean Alago created that shows where to get help, and it just lists all the therapists in um, psychologists in Namibia. And it kind of just you just you just choose. Now here's the thing that I I need to tell people: you're not gonna get you you might not get your first therapist right. I didn't like the therapist that I had at home just because I didn't feel like she was pushing stuff. She she was she was like a friend. You know how your friends are just there to be like yeah. Mm -hmm. you know like she listened and then she, she didn't ask questions she didn't probe i don't feel like we had progress checks there was she was just cold um and so the patience that you have with anything else going to a gp and realizing you don't like that gp so you try another one have the same patience for when you're looking for a therapist first one might not work. The second one might also not work. But you'll find someone that works. And give them grace. Because sometimes they're just trying to figure out um, where you are. And then be honest. I I don't think there's a point in lying to them. Because you're trying to get help. Now, if you're going to lie to them or test them. Sometimes they probably know that you're lying to them. Uh, But other times, you're wasting your money. You're wasting your time. You're wasting their time. And you're doing yourself a disservice. I I don't know why you do that. Um... So yeah, I'm hoping that maybe we can address questions that would come out of this episode or just misconceptions that people have about what it is um what it is like to be in therapy. I think my thoughts were all over here, but three things I want to say. You don't, you don't get coping mechanisms in therapy. Um it's not it's not a guide to survival. It actually helps you understand the way you feel. And then from there, you can decide what to do, how to react to that. And sometimes they will tell you things to do to cope or to, like, navigate what you're feeling. But it's less about being told what to do and more about being understood and knowing or trying to understand what's happening inside your little brain. Two, I think Jesus and therapy make sense. Is as, as just Jesus and friends and Jesus and church, it, it, I don't I, they can they can coexist. Um, also, it, it will help you pray better because you know then what's happening. Sometimes we're praying for the wrong things. Um, third, it is it is deep and it, it will go at, it, it, it 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 unveils a lot and 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 sometimes you. You don't want to go into those places, but it it doesn't uncover them. So we stay there and feel pity for ourselves. It uncovers them so that we can do something about our, 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 how it affects how we live, but also so that we are aware um, of when it's happening and we can be in control of our own lives um i don't think it's gonna be easy it's not easy um sometimes you dread going there and especially if it's your first session you're gonna be like i don't want to be there because the people are going to be asking about you're grateful what you're grateful teacher said blah 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 um but then it gets easier it, it gets lighter sometimes it's not it's not always about deep things like i said i speak about boyfriends and exes and crushes there um, but it's it's just been beautiful. I haven't been in therapy in months. Um I think last time I was there it was February. Um I stopped because it was it was expensive and it wasn't it wasn't the life and death situation anymore. I felt like I was in control of what I was feeling. Um that was also expensive, so I was just like, oh I don't <laughs> so um but I feel even without it, I am aware now of how to deal with the things that are happening to me and i'm kind of i'm kind of more in control of my life and in my my emotions than I, I used to be and so i haven't had a lot of meltdowns and anxiety what what's because i'm sort of i'm in control man i can decide nothing that my manager said yesterday is going to affect my mood and that's just what it's going to be um yeah let me know what you think let me know what your views on therapy are? Let me know how therapy has changed your life or has not changed your life. If you're in it, um, but I would want to encourage everyone to try it out. Whether you're dealing with loss, um, whether it's family dynamics, whether it's just work, whether it's just if you if you're a human, I just think you need uh, once a month, once every six months. I don't know. Just it's. <clears throat> It's good. It's good for you. I know I haven't been there for a while, but it is good. It is good because it helps you. It equips you in, in 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 a lot of ways with how to deal with the things happening in you and around you. Alrighty, shop. I don't I don't have anything else to say. I don't know how to go out. But thank you for listening to this episode. I'll see you in the next episode. Ciao.